0: Hello, beautiful souls, and thank you for joining me. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. If you are returning, it's so great to have you back. I have several announcements that I am so excited to be sharing with you. I have literally been waiting months to announce them. So to start off, this week will be the last week ahead horoscope that we'll be publishing to the podcast platform. And many of you listeners have been requesting that we go back to the daily format. So in response to that, we will be switching back to the daily format as of next Sunday, March 22nd, where you will be able to tune in every single day for five to 15 minute episodes on the daily cosmic harmony. As of Sunday, March 15th, this week at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, the Starry Alignment Society will officially be open for enrollment. So the Starry Alignment Society is a monthly subscription that gives you access to the Starry Alignment podcast one week in advance from Sunday through to Saturday. As a member, you will also receive 10% off our readings and our online events. And you'll also be supporting the production of the Daily Horoscope podcast for free for the public. So really you are adding in the benefit for all of us here in the free realm to really enjoy the podcast and for those that are producing it to give you perks for supporting us as well so the podcast is also going to be welcoming three new amazing speakers to this platform with this transition back to daily and the launch of the star alignment society You will see this change in the next couple of weeks, wherein we will switch back to the daily format of the podcast with me as your host. And then the week to follow, Ash Brooks, who is the female counterpart of Starbirth, the musicians that create the music for this podcast. Ash happens to also be an incredible astrologer and oracle reader, and so she will be taking the mic in the last week of March and in the first week of April. In the second week of April, Jennifer Reitmeyer, who is also an incredible astrologer, poet, and Reiki master, will be our guide. And in the third week of April, Georgia Rye, another amazing astrologer, creative healer, and journalist, will weave us through the daily transits in that third week. So in the fourth week of April, we'll circle back to me and the team will rotate in this same order as the weeks pass by. We are calling ourselves the Starry Alignment Collective and we are so excited to be working together to produce this podcast in a more sustainable and diverse way. With all these new beginnings, we've even launched a brand new website and an Instagram page where you can find more information about this transition. So you can go to starryalignment.com to check out our new website, as well as all of our new services, the Starry Alignment Society, and our upcoming workshop that is called our Seasonal Shift Mindset and Manifestation Workshop, which is happening in about two weeks on Friday, March 27th, which will guide us through all of the transits happening in the season of Aries. So you can go to starryalignment.com to learn more about this huge transition that we're going through. Check out our society membership as well as our upcoming workshop, which our society members do get 10% off of. So if you're interested in joining us for that workshop, be sure to or consider becoming a member so you can get that 10% off. And of course, you can also follow us on Instagram at starryalignment.collective to learn more about us as well. And we would love to stay in touch with you on that platform as well. So thank you so much for supporting us through this transition. Uh, We are actually in the early bird enrollment for that seasonal shift workshop right now. So there's so much for you to find out when you go to starryalignment.com and you will definitely hear us talking more about our services, who we are, and what we're offering in the coming days. So without further ado, let's jump right into this week's horoscope. This horoscope is for the week of Monday, March 16th through to Saturday March 21st of 2020. If you would like to see visuals of this recording where you can see the phase of the moon that we're in and the charts of the day I invite you to join me on YouTube if you're not yet watching there. This week is actually the last week that we are going to be producing the podcast with a video component with a a, me or a speaker actually showing up on video the rest of our horoscopes going forward with this transition are going to be on audio once again but we will be sharing the charts through all of the podcasting platforms and also on youtube so you don't have to miss too much out on that but just to let you know this is the last time you'll be seeing me in the horoscope form on video This week, there are some major transits happening, including the spring equinox due to the sun's ingress into Aries on Thursday, as well as Saturn moving into the sign of Aquarius on Saturday for the first time since 1994, nearly 30 years ago. So there are many aspects that are going to be culminating that are very potent this week. So be sure to stay through to listen to this entire weekly horoscope as we break down the day-to-day and show you where the new beginnings are going to be coming through. On Monday, to start the day, the Sagittarius moon will square the sun in Pisces perfectly at around 5.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Bringing us to the last quarter phase of the moon, which is the final Yang phase of the lunation cycle that connects us back to the intentions that we set with the Pisces new moon. During this phase, you may find that you are eager to give back in some way, especially if it inspires you to expand your horizons in some way with the moon being in the sign of Sagittarius ruled by the great benefic Jupiter, the planet of joy and expansion. Creatively working at our systems and structures this week will likely be the name of the game since both the moon in Sagittarius and the sun in Pisces in this last quarter square are ruled by Jupiter, who is currently in the sign of Capricorn, ruled by Saturn, the lord of time, discipline, and building strong foundations. After the moon makes this square to the sun at 5 30 a.m eastern time the moon will go void of course until 12:25 p.m eastern time on monday so during that window where we have that void period from around 5 a.m to 1 p.m eastern time you may find that you want to get in some extra rest or may enjoy working solely on your own on projects that are important to you During the void of course moon it is a time where the moon is not applying in an aspect to any other planet in the sky before it changes signs. So they say that this energy brings about a bit of an inertia to it where we have a bit of lack of momentum to move towards things that require collaboration or input from other people. So it can be really helpful during that morning time Uh, to focus on you and to either get an extra rest, meditate, or to work on things that require your soul discretion. At the very start of the day on Monday, Mercury will have moved back into the sign of Pisces as of 4 a.m. And once the moon moves into Capricorn, it will perfectly sextile Mercury in Pisces at around 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So mercury will be back in the place of his detriment and his fall so at the very start of the day our minds might be feeling a little bit muddled as we adjust to mercury back in the mutable water sign of pisces especially since the moon will be void in the morning um, just before 1 pm eastern time the moon sextile to mercury at around 1pm will likely make our ideas and communications flow a lot smoother by the time we get to that point in the day. Pay attention to creative ideas that come through that could potentially help you become more organized and efficient since we have the moon in Capricorn which tends to bring us to those kinds of realizations. Anything important that needs to be revisited that is not completely resolved since Mercury's retrograde has the potential to get done with focus and ease on Monday. You may find that your evening comes to a close in an unexpected fashion, or that there's something that pleasantly surprises you on Monday night due to the moons trying to Uranus and Taurus at around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The moon will also be building in a trine to Venus in Taurus, her home sign, as we move into the evening. So it makes it a really nice night for making art, socializing, or even romancing. Keep in mind that this is the last week that we have Saturn in Capricorn. And now with the moon in this sign, there will be even more seriousness and dedication to possibly laying down certain foundations that are really going to support us in the way way long haul so see if you can leverage the serious energy in a way that is productive and know when it's time to say you're done working and to relax and especially in the evening on monday giving yourself that ability to be spontaneous and social and even romantic can really help balance the scales On Tuesday, the last quarter moon in Capricorn will likely bring our focus towards simplifying and making the most of our time. There may be some organizational and managerial tasks that you need to do in order to fulfill certain goals that you set back in the last week in February with the Pisces new moon on February 3rd. on Tuesday morning the moon will be building in that trine to Venus and Taurus in her home sign and this aspect will perfect at around 1 30 pm eastern time. So with this energy it's really a lovely morning on Tuesday for connecting to loved ones clients and business associates. Venus and her home sign in the most harmonious aspect A trine with the moon will likely take some of the pressure off that we've been feeling from this Capricorn stellium. This will likely be a gentle and calming energy that will grace us this Tuesday afternoon. By the evening, just before midnight Eastern time, the moon will sextile Neptune in Pisces perfectly, inviting us to prioritize rest and recovery. Listening to music, reading a book, resting on your own or with a loved one to restore your energy will be a really great way to prepare for the next day to come. Overnight, you may be feeling enthusiastic or eager to do things and be active in some way. You may be feeling courageous and excited about the potential for certain changes occurring in your life due to the moon's building conjunction to Mars in Capricorn. You may want to get in some movement in the evening on Tuesday to tire yourself out enough to get a really good night's rest. Mars is in his exaltation in Capricorn, and Mars rules our willpower, our sexual energy, and our drive. So, with the moon building in this conjunction to Mars and its sextile to Neptune, there's this fusion of excitement towards something that you've been working on and a desire to possibly escape and get in some extra rest or recovery time on Tuesday night. On Wednesday, we'll likely wake up feeling in a positive and optimistic mood, regardless of how many responsibilities we may need to juggle, due to the moon's conjunction with Jupiter and Capricorn at around 6.45 a.m. Eastern Time. Having gratitude for our life and how far that we've come with certain things can inspire us to move through our day feeling more grounded and receptive to the positive possibilities that can come our way. We're starting the day off with this invitation to really enjoy our work today. This conjunction between the moon, Mars, and Jupiter makes it a very supportive time to focus on anything that needs your courage, confidence, and overall energy. Keep in mind the moon is still in its yang last quarter phase, so if you have any loose ends to tie up that relate to your new moon intentions that you set with the Pisces new moon, this would be the time to really give your energy to it. As the day progresses on Wednesday, the moon will conjunct Pluto at around 11 a.m. Eastern Time, bringing some intense truths to the surface to be faced. Something may need to be accepted and addressed that is potentially disheartening or aggravating, but ultimately our willingness to be with the discomfort and to take responsibility for resolving it Or for simply appreciating it for what it is will lead us to living in a higher vibration of love you may find yourself working diligently on wednesday facing your own fears or the fears of others with the moon conjunct pluto the planet associated with death alchemy and transformation as we move into the evening on wednesday the energy will lighten up as the Moon in Capricorn sextiles the Sun in Pisces at around 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And this sextile between hard-working, strategic Capricorn and creative and flowing Pisces will likely remind us to see and appreciate our blessings. It will help us to trust to see the harmony that exists when we zoom out and see that bigger picture. It will likely be a rewarding time where our intuition can lead us to see where we need to focus our energy next. About two hours later at 9 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will perfect in its conjunction to Saturn at the very edge of Capricorn for the last time in the next few months. So with this, you might find that there is a very serious tone to the day overall on Wednesday that begins to progress as we move into the evening with that subtle bump with the sun and the moon in a sextile to one another. This conjunction of the moon and Saturn will likely make us highly aware of our responsibilities and how we can do our best attending to them there's great potential for us to focus on projects that require stamina and endurance since we are also still in this last quarter phase of the moon this is the last time that the moon will conjunct saturn in this sign until saturn re-enters capricorn in early july so feel into how both the moon and saturn in this yang sign of capricorn inspires you to be productive in a simple yet effective way. At around 9.15 PM Eastern time, the moon will move into the sign of Aquarius and shift us into more of an independent and intellectual frame of mind. Aquarius is the sign known to be the humanitarian and the one that's focused on the future and innovating in creative new ways so in the evening on wednesday you may notice that your mind becomes a little bit more active and curious to solve problems from a new perspective this is the last day of the sun in pisces on wednesday so enjoy the fluid creative mutable energy that pisces brings us mindfully connect to the things that you want to let go of before we move into this new astrological new year with the sun entering the sign of aries on thursday focus your mind on the great potential for what's to come for you in the year ahead tomorrow the sun will also perfectly sextile saturn at the very edge of capricorn And with this, there is an energy this week in general that's about steady accomplishment, especially in regards to our dreams and our creative visions for the future since we have the sun in Pisces. This energy will require that we balance using our intuitive instincts and our intellect to plan for the future in a way that is actionable and yet patient with the process this energy will have us celebrating even the smallest incremental changes that we are committing to. We've arrived in a special moment in time where we can reflect on what harmony has come out of Saturn being in Capricorn, what we've built from this energy and how we can continue to build upon this legacy. On Thursday we will start the day with the Aquarius moon in a perfect square to Uranus and Taurus at 6 a.m. Eastern Time and this may have us waking up a little bit uneasy or tense so try not to think too much of it and adjust your thinking to welcome the blessings that can come from change and even the gift of the unknown. Make any innovative choices that would benefit you this morning to release yourself from old patterns and stagnant emotions. The moon in Aquarius will likely have us in an independent and observant mood. Fixed air naturally helps us categorize information and see things from a highly intellectual and even scientific perspective. This energy is great for improving structures that have already been laid down and for networking and collaborating since aquarius is connected to that humanitarian nature as we move through the rest of the day on thursday the sun in pisces will perfectly sextile saturn in capricorn at 7 49 pm eastern time and this aspect perfecting is quite interesting considering what is happening in the world The sun connects to our vitality and Saturn is the planet that is known to restrict life and is traditionally known as the greater malefic. Saturn requires discipline and systems to be in place in order to prevent any karma that we wouldn't enjoy living through. Sextiles are aspects that bring about ease and connect to the concept of relating or relationships. With coronavirus, now a world pandemic, and this aspect in full effect, this week, we are being reminded of the importance of protecting our vitality by boosting our immune systems, thinking positive and healthy thoughts, and taking care of our water and food supply so that we can stay healthy. Saturn is on the very edge of Capricorn, the cardinal Earth sign the sign that initiates things into material reality and relates directly to how we care for our earth and each other saturn ironically also relates to elders outcasts the sick and the poor so rather than let the fear of this virus eat us like saturn did his children in the old traditional myths we need to utilize resources that are going to boost our vitality Help us stand strong on our own feet as astrologer Chani nicholas wrote on instagram all of the healing modalities that you have learned it is time for you to use them this is our karmic test right now we can just as easily tap into the light as we can tap into the darkness and the sextile between the sun and saturn is creating this super harmonious flowing energy between these two beings, Saturn being the malefic and the sun being the source of our consciousness. Sextiles are harmonious and can bring about uh, ease and transformation in a way that is graceful. However, it can also provide access for our consciousness to fall into shadows and patterns of doubting. So if you or someone you know is sick or feeling symptoms, don't forget the power of earth medicine, like herbalism or simply grounding. Allow yourself to have the time that you need to recover and get well. Saturn rewards those who persevere and who are patient. Check in with the elders in your life and let them know that you love them. I'm sure that they would really appreciate your support during these times. Outside of this coronavirus, this aspect is encouraging us to build upon the foundations that we've been growing, especially over the last two years since Saturn entered Capricorn in early 2018. Discipline, endurance, and stamina can really come easily this week, and especially on Thursday, so long as we focus our consciousness on love and light. Just before midnight at 1149 p.m. Eastern Time, the Sun will move into the sign of Aries and initiate a whole new astrological new year with the spring equinox. It is called the equinox because we have equal night and equal day around the world due to the Sun's position along its ecliptic path. It is spring in the northern hemisphere and fall in the south. Aries season is ruled by Mars in his Yang expression. So this season is where we are inspired to try new things, or simply due to circumstances, we are in a position to figure out how to evolve quickly. Chiron, the slow moving asteroid known as the wounded healer, officially entered the sign of Aries in 2009 and will remain in this sign until 2027. So this is the first time that the Sun will enter the sign of Aries and conjunct Chiron since 1977, which was the year that, ironically, the World Health Organization made its first list of essential medicines for humanity. This Aries season will undoubtedly be one where the world as a whole is focused on healing its wounded parts. Many of our world's nations, especially in the next month, will likely be figuring out this crisis on their own since Aries is a sign that is extremely independent and tends to inspire many to trailblaze instead of collaborate. Aries season, since it is ruled by Mars, the planet of speed, war, and willpower, has a few different effects on us as well you may notice that you become more motivated, independent, and strong-willed. Feelings like restlessness, impulsiveness, and impatience can tend to overcome us if we are not mindful. With the sun so close to Chiron, just five degrees away upon its ingress, we'll need to be gentle with ourselves and others about whatever needs healing. See how you can take advantage of this forward-moving energy while remaining sensitive to the needs of others and the true power that does lie in our ability to share our love, energy, information and resources with one another. At the moment of the sun's ingress into Aries, Uranus will be trining the south node and sextiling the north node, suggesting that this astrological new year will be one where faded, sudden change occurs, since Uranus is the planet who rules spontaneity, innovation, and revolution. The world may continue to rebel and fight for change related to old systems and structures. Relationships and opportunities that are truly nurturing will be what leads this revolution into a new world. Mars and Jupiter are also nearly perfectly conjunct each other on the eve of this Aries equinox, adding even more power to the arrival of the Sun in the sign ruled by Mars. Mars is in his exaltation in Capricorn, meaning that this is one of the best signs for Mars to be in. But Jupiter, however, is in his detriment. And this is technically thought to be the place where Jupiter's benefic expression is most hindered or restricted. The two of these forces combined can inflame the amount of separation and aggression going on within our communities around the world due to the outbreak of coronavirus. Anything Jupiter touches, he tends to expand and Mars is the planet of separation. This aspect, however, can also have the power to amplify our courage and inspire us to have hope even in these times of misfortune and restriction. Truth and even cures we wish to come into contact with can be sought after with this energy combination on a personal level, this aspect is thought to bring confidence and lots of energy, especially to projects or goals that you may have been working on for some time. As we step into this new season and astrological new year, consider what new things you are ready to initiate into existence. Consider how you want to see yourself and the manifestation of your dreams evolve. This is the season for us to hone in on our ability to reassure ourselves and to go after what we knowingly desire. On Friday, the Aquarius moon will have dimmed enough in its brightness overnight to bring us to the waning crescent phase of the moon. During this phase from Friday through to The new moon in aries on tuesday of next week on march 24th it'll be a time where we naturally feel called to rest and to turn inward this is the final yin phase of the lunation cycle and it is the time to seed our intentions for the next phase So, in that seeding process, we need the space to really allow ourselves to reflect on what we've learned and how we wish to transform that information into an entirely new trajectory. So, really allow yourself this weekend from Friday on to get in the rest that you need and the time for you to be with yourself and to reflect on how things are moving in your life into a new direction at 5 a.m eastern time the moon in the fixed airy sign of Aquarius will perfectly square Venus and Taurus making it a morning where tension may be high in terms of your relationships or partners and there may be a desire to have distance from others to restore balance and a sense of groundedness within ourselves Aquarius is a sign that inspires us to be rebellious and independent. So under this waning crescent dark moon, be sure to give yourself the space that you need to see that bigger picture and to think about things that have been needing your attention. After the moon squares Venus at 5 a.m. Eastern Time, the moon will go void, of course, until 830 a.m. Eastern Time, Saturday morning. So Friday is an all day void moon. And when the moon is void, it means that the moon is not applying or perfecting in aspect to any other planet in the sky. And due to this, there's a lack of ambition or motivation, especially in terms of relating to others. So it's best to spend this long void moon window getting in some much needed rest or to work on projects that need your attention only. And projects that are also not too demanding. If you can, save any errands, sales calls, or social gatherings for another day. Also at the very start of the day, on Friday, Mars will have aligned in his conjunction with Jupiter and Capricorn perfectly at 7.34am Eastern Time, adding an extra pep to our step in regards to projects that we've been meaning to get off the ground avoid being overly serious or aggressive with yourself or others especially on friday instead get the space that you need to feel grounded and inspired by the abundance that is all around us on saturday at 8 33 a.m eastern time The waning crescent moon will come out of its void period and into the sign of Pisces where it will later conjunct Mercury at 4.40 p.m. Eastern Time and sextile Uranus perfectly at around 5.50 p.m. Eastern Time. With the moon in Pisces, the sign ruled by Jupiter, who is currently conjunct Mars in his exaltation in Capricorn, we may be feeling the need to break free from all of the recent hustle and bustle. Pisces is a yin sign, and so is Capricorn, where we have Jupiter and Mars in their conjunction. The moon will also be quickening towards the darkness, so this will likely make us favor rest over lots of action. The moon's conjunction with Mercury at around 4.40 p.m. Eastern time will have our thoughts and our ideas flowing freely, so important communications with others may be one of our top priorities on Saturday or it could just be that there is personal clarity of some kind that comes through strongly. The moon sextile to Uranus at 5.50 p.m. Eastern time will add a little bit of flair to the evening, so expect the unexpected. You may be, maybe choose to care for yourself in a way that is out of the norm, or you may find yourself saying yes to something that's different or encountering a surprise of some kind. Saturday will likely come with a wave of emotion as Saturn moves into Aquarius at 11:58 p.m. Eastern Time for the first time since 1994 Saturn is the slowest moving planet of the five visible planets so we can Saturn is the slowest moving planet of the five visible planets that we can see here from Earth It takes about two and a half years for Saturn to move through one sign and about 29 and a half years for Saturn to move through all 12 zodiac signs. Saturn is the ruler of the sign Aquarius, which makes this planet still in a very dominant position in terms of his effect. Each of the planets have two forms of expression, yin and yang. Capricorn is the sign of Saturn's yin expression, and this sign is opposite Cancer, ruled by the moon, the Divine Feminine Luminary. Aquarius is the sign of Saturn's Yang expression. This is the sign opposite Leo, ruled by the Sun, the Divine Masculine Luminary. Saturn in Capricorn has been helping us build new structures in the New Age. Although things like fracking and severe division among our political parties has increased, there's hope now more than ever for what we are capable of as a society in terms of renewable energy and political change. People have been waking up to the power of our current physical existence and our inner authority. And this has been the great gift of Saturn and Capricorn. With Saturn coming briefly into the sign of Aquarius from Saturday, March 21st through to July 1st, before he retrogrades back into Capricorn and stays there for the rest of the year. We will be greeted with the opportunity to build upon structures that we've created in a way that is more humanitarian, inclusive, and futuristic. The house that Aquarius is in in your chart and the area of life associated with this place will begin to be challenged and fortified by the presence of Saturn. As a society, This is our chance to find our tribe and to contribute to communities that support the vision that we wish to see come to life. Aquarius knows that there is power in numbers and in a community working independently to express their own unique talents to support one common cause. We will continue to talk about Saturn and Aquarius over the next few months. But for now, take this window of Saturn in Aquarius from March 21st through to July 1st to see what movements you are drawn to and to pursue them. Get involved and allow yourself to break free of any habits that feel stagnant and no longer exciting to you. Two other interesting aspects that will perfect on Sunday and build in their alignment on Saturday are Mercury and Pisces sextiling Uranus and Taurus and Venus and Taurus sextiling Neptune and Pisces. Mercury sextiling Uranus will enliven the messages that are coming to mind or playing out in our world in regards to sudden change. There may also be an increase in our desire for romance and time to get away towards the end of this week As Venus, the planet of love and romance, makes a harmonizing aspect with Neptune, the ruler of our dreams. Hello beautiful soul, I have got some exciting news that I want to be sure that you are in the loop about. Many of you have been really missing the daily format of the podcast and we have listened. So as of next week on Sunday, March 22nd, the podcast will be going back to the daily episode production schedule. We are also going to be welcoming three new speakers to make the production process a bit more sustainable for me and fun for us all. With this new change, we are now offering the option for you to support the podcast and get The Horoscope a full week in advance when you join our membership, the Starry Alignment Society. Members who support the free production of the podcast for the public also get The Horoscope one week in advance and save 10% off on any of our readings and online events hosted by the Starry Alignment Collective. Go to starryalignment.com/slash society to become one of our founding members now. We are so excited to be offering this new service to you, and we thank you so much for being a part of it. It's time for the rune of the week. Runes are an alphabetic script derived from Germanic and Norse culture. They are symbols that contain deep meaning and have been used as an oracle for thousands of years. My mother passed this tradition of reading runes to me, and I am so honored to share it with you now. The rune of the week is lagus, which means healing, humor, and flow. It's quite funny that we got this rune for this week since we have the sun moving into the sign of Aries and the sun is going to be very closely conjunct the wounded healer asteroid known as Chiron. And so this week we are definitely flowing into an entire new system and way of going about things with the change of the season and we are definitely going to be needing to have a sense of humor through a lot of the changes happening on the global scale with the shift of Saturn moving into Aquarius and us coming back through the degrees of Mercury's retrograde this week. There's going to be a lot of changes that we are adjusting to, a lot we're feeling ambitious about, even through a lot of the healing energy that we're needing to move through so take your time this week in honoring the flow of things and the continual progression of the way things are unfolding in your life remember to have a sense of humor and to honor your healing process Thank you for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a rating, comment, share on social media, and tag us at starryalignment.collective. All the ways that you share and show your enthusiasm for this work truly helps spread the word of what we are doing here if you're interested in supporting this podcast or learning more about what perks you get when you become a member of the starry alignment society go to starryalignment.com may you live in alignment now and always